You know, here's a part of your life that uh, we talk about all the time because it's endlessly fascinating, is that you were in the seminary and then dropped out. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Is it because you were pressured to be involved in homosexual acts and didn't want to? I don't think I should disclose that. <laughs> you definitely shouldn't talk about that. No. I often thought about joining the seminary. No, I can talk from the heart here. This is a good way to start. Uh, when I became a Catholic, mm. I thought, this is, first of all, I love the clothes and I love the hierarchy and I think I'd make an excellent Pope. I could uh, see that. Yeah. yeah. I could see you believing that about And if I had been raised a Catholic, I think I would have had severe Pope ambition. Mm. Uh, and I would have like brought back the papal tiara. I, I suspect that, that God does write in crooked lines in this instance. Yeah. You think I was kept from being a Catholic? Possibly. As a yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I wouldn't bring disgrace on the church? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because you would have loved to be the Jew law guy. Excuse me, the fan is on, and that's not what I thought that you'd said. <laughs> I, I, I thought you said... Thought I was I having a Kanye be, moment? Or? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's fine. And later on in the catechism, we'll, we'll get to that. get yeah, to yeah. that sort of stuff. But yeah, I would have been the Jude Law, young Pope guy. Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah. It's all Jude Law, isn't it? Yeah. Jude Law. It's all Jude Law. That's yeah. good. That's good, man. Jude Law, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus love. That's the big divide here, right? Yeah, why? Well, so, Jimmy, so like I, I we met, yeah. um, what, five, six years ago? So, t- 2016, I think we met? Man. I reckon it was I reckon it was late 2016. Yeah. Donald Trump had just been around the election. Yeah. won the election. Yeah. It was hot. It was hot. Yeah. Uh, so, you just started coming to Mass. Because second week of Advent, right? It was the first time at Mass. Oh, maybe that's a good start as yeah. I should talk about. Okay, I started coming to Mass yeah. because uh, I had always heard... it was. I had tried the Catholic thing before. Oh, man, this is a better... This You're right. I, I never tell the story. So I was raised sort of Unitarian, sort of like ABC agnostic. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Um, and then I would go on tour as a comedian i like i just i don't know how to how to it's some it's like a huge clump of information that i i struggle to just i mean look we can edit it up if no, it's you're right. nonsensical but yeah. i want to get it right so i was sort of a low church anglican and before then sort of unitarian mm. but mostly nothing and not going anywhere and if i did go anywhere it was with my parents but you were interested yeah i was vaguely interested and then i, I went to a low church youth group when i was a kid and that was nice until the uh, haunting and immediate death of one of the kids at that youth group prevented me from going back. Really? Because I felt awkward. Because I. So I, how old was this kid that died? Oh, he was like 18. He was, it was like a driving thing. He was a pole vaulter. He was wonderful. And we, you know, great dialogues about the faith. But then he had died. And yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> this, this religion thing is bullshit. Um, I was starting to get into it and find out more about it. And then the guy who was telling me about it has just been hit by a car and died. Sure. So, I mean, if God, if there is a God, the symbol that he's sending me here is don't worry about any of this stuff right now. But I was persistently interested. Mm. And uh, when I would go on tour as a comedian, this is maybe the best way into it, I would go to different denominations in different cities. Mm. And other comedians would sometimes come with me if it was a, if it was a wacky thing. Right? Like a big Pentecostal church. Yeah, or people doing this and going, hello, hello, hello. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Never made it to a mosque. One guy was going to bring me to a mosque in Perth. Yeah. And then the week before he was going to take me there, the police raided that mosque. And there was some bad stuff going on. 
Man, I would have loved to have gone. And he said, so I've decided, brother, that we won't be going. Um, but I went to a bunch of different churches. And I went to some Catholic churches. I went to the cathedral. And it seemed sort of dumb and lame. Sure. I don't mind saying that that was my... You know, because the Protestants have real razzle-dazzle show business. Yeah. The big lights, the sounds, the smoke. All Man, that some of, of stuff. the most professional yeah. performances. Influences church. Mm. Uh, I went to one in Perth that has a name that I can never remember. And then... But people I had known throughout my life had gone to the Latin church, like... The Latin Mass Church, mm. not just the Latino Church. Although I have been to some of them too. And yeah. they're great, man. They're just walking down the aisles. Of, Jesus wants you to reach out and touch somebody. But the Latin Mass, it just seemed like a thing that a lot of weird, interesting people had gone to. Yeah. And a friend of ours now, Paul, had started going through his sister and other people. And... Uh, <laughs> He's not watching. All right. Let it that bit out. That's a haunting. Ah, this man keeps trying to email me. He's fucking insane. He needs to see it. We'll talk about that. Afterwards. All right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> that it's not an answer for everything. Started going to the Latin Mass because my friend Paul was going, and I had heard some other people had gone, and it seemed like a weird, interesting thing. And then I went, and it turns out it was a weird, interesting thing. So I just sort of kept going with my wife. What was it about? I mean, yeah, at all that interested yeah. you, I suppose. Well, it was the, it was the liturgy, mm. and it was that people were... I mean, you're smoking now, and I've smoked, and I've quit. Big part of it was that people were smoking and didn't seem as uh, dumb, and like like no one had their shit together. Yeah. I found that to be a very... Comforting. I was going to a Baptist thing earlier on, and everyone was like, really nice, Yeah, you know? But buttoned down and... Oh, pl- but like, not ju- they were pleasant, you know? To an extent that I Disgusting. thought... Disgusting. Something is wrong... <laughs> Uh, because, you know, life's not this. Like, you know. Not for most people. People no. are dressed well. People are thin. People, you know, have good answers to things and they're sophisticated and they have healthy, nuanced doubt in their You're lives. You're just describing me, man. Mm, sure. But then I turned up and the Catholics were like messy and they had too many children and they were. Some of them were really fucked up and I thought, this is better. This is like, I feel like. Uh, I don't feel, you know, I feel like if anything, these people wouldn't judge me. I'm mm. in a position to judge them. Sure. And that's a much more comforting thing to show up and start hanging out at. But of course, it wasn't your wife at the time that you were going with. It was you My guys. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then people were, you specifically, were really unpleasant. I'm sorry about were, that. With like... I do that differently. Like, it's not right, man. <laughs> I did it in a nice you way. You bro. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> I did it in a nice way. You were very pleasant about it. But, uh, yeah, we had to... Bre- and we didn't really stop cohabitating. We just accelerated the rate at which we were married. I think we it's were fine. married like six months later. Or yeah, so, I think we were. Yeah. yeah. That's us. Yeah. That's me. How did you uh, come to it? Yeah, but long and winding road, obviously, as it normally is. So, yeah, standard background. You know, as a Catholic, you're raised. As a Catholic, you go to Mass sometimes with your mum... Um, you go to Catholic schools, but it's all just sort of in the background, not very serious. My grandfather was like very devout, really like went to mum's mass. Dad? My mum's dad, like went to mass every day, uh, did heaps of stuff for the poor, was just, you know, he's one of these guys who I walk, you know, I go through life now and I run into people and they go, oh, you're Pat Gibby's grandson. You know, and I get that all the time. Um, and so for me, I got to, you know, left school, sort of did 
drugs and all that sort of stuff. Lived the secular life, right? Went to university. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was doing literature at uni, so I was interested in you big ideas. You a creative writing degree as well, I did, you? yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to prod you. You gave me so much freedom to tell my side of no, it. No, yeah, I did a creative writing degree, which is mostly just English literature, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was interested in... Did you hate your creative writing degree? Yeah. I fucking hated yeah, my creative so writing much. degree. I mean, I didn't even know that I had it at the time. Oh. I was just like, oh, is this it? You know, I, I could sort of kept sort of going, like trying to find that like artistic crowd of people. And, you yeah. know, the people I say with the grey, and I liked them a lot, and I still went in touch with But there had been something in literature that reached out to you and you were like, there are answers here to something. Yeah, for sure. I, I, when I was like in year nine, I remember borrowing the Iliad from the school library oh, and reading man. the Iliad. And my year nine English teacher, I had to do a book review or something. Yeah. And I said, I want to do it on the Iliad. And she was, don't do it on that. Just... And I was so disappointed because I thought it was so cool. I, I loved reading yeah. the Iliad. When I was... The weirdos gravitate to the Iliad. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Odyssey is all about the importance of going home. Didn't read the Odyssey for a long no. time. Well, because it's not appealing, right? Or not comes, at all. Right? But the Iliad... You can just have unquenchable rage and destroy everybody's life. That's great. Yeah, and everyone's, <laughs> well, you know, everyone's been touched by gods, and yeah. you know, it's fate and it's unescapable, Big. and you know, it, you have this sense of, yeah, a, a bigger world, I suppose. So yeah, that's what I was interested in, and I was always like, I was always in touch with Catholicism because of my family, because of my friends we went to Catholic schools. I was in like a sort of youth group thing that wasn't very. You were in a Catholic youth group. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't super observant though. It was more just like hang out have yeah. parties and stuff everyone else at my youth group got to hook up with each other there was lots of I that I hadn't hit puberty yet there was lots of that late puberty yeah in any case so I I, I sort of lapse uh, is how I would describe it you know yeah. I, I wasn't really going observing at all and then I got to a point when I was about 22 you know girlfriend broke up with me in a shit job dropped out of uni yeah just like very unhappy and so I sort of thought oh who's the happiest person I know yeah and it, my grandfather. Yes. Uh, well, he must be doing something right. You know, seven kids and all this sort of stuff. So I just sort of thought, oh, well, I'll go to his church. I'll do what he does. I'll just do, yeah, exactly. I'll just do what he does. Yeah. So I went to his mass, the mass that he was going to. At this, you know, a very good parish, but it was a sort of charismatic parish. So they do praying in tongues and slaying in the spirit and stuff. Um, so there was Catholic, but there was also this other stuff laden on top of it, which I found quite off putting. And I didn't like it. Did you have something driven out of you? No. Well, this is the thing. I kept rocking up to these like charismatic events where it's like we're going to do like prayer circles and put hands on you and all sort of thing. And it's oh, if you're not if you're not like opening up to the spirit, then yeah, you're not really. And I'm just sitting there going, like I'm trying, like I'm saying my prayers, I'm going to the sacraments. This feels very much like an emperor has no clothes moment. You have to believe in what's going. Yeah, and so and but that was a big big thing for me because eventually when I got past that and I could have easily been deterred by it but thankfully i had some good people around who who were supportive of me um and they didn't deter me even though they were sort of into that sort of thing and and so in the end i got past that was able to move parishes and things got much happier for me where i realized that's not that's not actually catholicism it's an optional extra yeah which i'm not choosing uh and then yeah so i've spent a few years discerning my vocation so i discerned with um the maris brothers who are a group of religious brothers so I went to, you know, Aboriginal community for a little while with them. And uh, then I sort of, I, you know, which I liked. I liked the sort of social justice aspect of it. But then I sort of thought I actually quite liked the prayer better. Yeah. So I thought maybe, I'm, maybe I should be a priest. So I went to the seminary for a few years, which was a great experience. And I wouldn't change anything. But it was also a very difficult experience. And it did change me quite profoundly. Yeah. 
So there's nothing about the seminary that you would change? Though, or oh, oh, you, there'd be lots of things about the seminary I would change, yeah. but I wouldn't. I wouldn't change the, the, the things that I got from it. Yes. Uh, but so then, when I left the seminary, I had basically had enough of. And you know, if there are people out here who you know go to the Nova Sordo, I don't want to like poo-poo that. But I had had a gut full of that whole experience, and I just wanted to go to mass and pray. I didn't want to be bothered. I didn't want to be like, oh, do you want to do the gifts? Do you want to do the prayers? The faithful. You're a young person. You know, old ladies coming up constantly tapping you on the shoulder. Oh, it's so great to see a young person here. And I was like, I just need to go to mass and pray. I just need to be here with God. I need to. There go- is a being fetishized as a young person in a lot of parishes. For sure. Man. Yeah. So I just went. I'm going to go to the Latin mass because I know there's a bunch of young people there. I knew the priest quite well. And I ended up loving it, and I ended up... And because I had constructed some opinions, which I still stand by, that, that precluded me, I suppose, from enjoying a Novus Ordo Mass very much. So uh, just Novus Ordo Mass is an English-language... English-language Mass, mass yeah. yeah. The, the sort of the standard Mass that you'll get at most parishes, yeah. But which I had, they would never call Novus Ordo. No, and, but I just had... I had some problems with it, but I don't want to make yeah. my problems other people's problems. I've, I've been to ones where it's done really nicely and tastefully. Sure. And then I've been to ones where some of the music has been... If there's one thing that drove me into Catholicism, more than anything, mm. probably how bad the music was at other parishes. I'm not... I don't want to hear People you get that a lot, yeah. And yeah. your twingy-twang nonsense, like you two... By the Lord of sea and sky... I have yeah. I, so I've got such a soft spot for like the, all those seventies. No, that, that's like old seventies. Yeah, Catholic ones. I I don't even mind them. Sure. On Eagles Wings. Sure. Mary, did you know all this <laughs> stuff? No, I don't even mind them. The ones that I don't like are like, He is my crow and I'm there for you. You are my Lord and golden. You know. And it's done terribly. Well, sometimes it's done, when it's done terribly, it's more charming. Because you've got like some 15-year-old going, sure. My cross. But when it's really schmick and there's like a smoke machine and an arpeggiated synth going through the whole thing and the lights are syncing up, I go, (laughs) man. Well, anyways, for me, so I left the seminary. I went and started going to the Latin Mass and that's, of course, where I met yourself and a bunch of other people. And since then... You started going not long before me. No, it was a while. It was 2014. Oh, I started I take, so yeah. two years, though. Two years, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there was no one there when I was going there that I was really friends with. I was just going myself. When you started going to the Latin Mass, no one was there. Like, how many people would you say were, were, were at our parish? No, there was. it was still, pre- like, pretty big numbers, like 150, 200, okay. I'd say. Yeah. I'll take it back. <laughs> I just thought, that all that other stuff about who we are, mm. that might be very good... Do we want to put that out? Do you want to say that? I reckon, yeah. Right. I reckon that's good because it, I, I think we should move from that into, like, why we're doing this. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's like, well, from that journey, so then I come out of the seminary, I suck on light mass, I start getting asked to help out with this, right? Where it's like, okay, well, some people are coming back to the faith for the you know, first time in a long time who have similar journeys to myself where it's you're raised Catholic, you have all the sacraments, you don't know anything and you have to sort of figure it out by yourself. That's really hard. And so I was sort of tapped on the shoulder by our priest who doesn't want to be mentioned. I cleared with him uh, that I run people through the catechism who specifically lapsed Catholics. Yeah. But since then, I, I've just been inundated with young people, you know, people it's in their lot. 20s who just are coming to Mass the first time and who really want to learn yeah. what the faith is. I have not been asked to share my theological perspective on the catechism. 
So I'm not doing it for the same reason. No, you're doing it for a different reason. I really enjoyed going through the catechism. Yeah. When I did it, uh, I found it is a good opportunity to... You know, they say Jordan Peterson was in town not long ago and he said that Israel meant one who contends with God. And I liked, I liked arguing all the points mm. and trying to figure out why the church... Because from the outside, the Catholic Church looks insane. Uh, yeah. Like, if you're going about your life... From the inside, it looks insane. From the inside, maybe <laughs> it looks worse and more insane. Now, how do we feel about that circular saw? Isn't it? Great. <laughs> From the outside, it looks crazy. From the inside, it looks maybe more crazy. Like, blessed be the meek. You know, you know that's in the Bible. Mm. And it's just funny that by meek, what he meant was covered in gold. There's an old joke that I remember somebody saying. Um, so to have the chance to then go through it and hear the church's accounting for itself mm. uh, and to see logic and coherency that on a surface level mm. did not make sense to me, I've, I found very comforting. And I think one of the, the good things about learning this stuff is that you do what, what seems to be sort of disparate, unrelated, bizarre, strange, archaic things. Yeah. When you start getting to the heart of it, they actually all do, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tapestry, right? It's all connected. They actually, want, you can't do one without the other. Yeah. You have to have it all together. Otherwise, it all just loses coherence. And that's, that's really great. And that's what's really beautiful and exciting about it. So... Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into it with you. So am I. Yeah. It's going to be... Well, we've already done the first four and then we shot this afterwards. <laughs> I think they'll figure that out from the clothes that we're wearing. All right. <laughs> well, let's start. Let's get into I it. I think that was good. I think but that was Do we right. want to have a conversation about the giant blowing his nose outside of the shit? <laughs> you can't hear it? No. That's incredible. Yeah. These sure microphones really are something. 